1: Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa, The African Perspective. You're listening to us right here on African Dialogue. You're with me until midday Central African time. I'm Benjamin Mushatama. Remember, you're on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31-meter band to Southern Africa. That's our shortwave service into the continent. And if you're listening to us on DSTV, mainly in South Africa and also neighboring countries, we're on the audio channel 802 there. You can also stream us live on www. Dot channelafrica.co.za Well, today we're looking at Lesotho following the inauguration this weekend of the new Prime Minister Tom Tabane on Friday. The Sadic community has officially congratulated the Kingdom of Lesotho for the peaceful inauguration and handover of power to the Prime Minister Tom Tabane. The inauguration comes after the coalition government collapsed under the stewardship of Prime Minister Pakalita Musilili, uh, who had to disband parliament. Now, this marked the second coalition government to failed. Prime Minister Tom Tabanio of the old Basutu Convention has removed two year was removed after two years that he took office. So we can see these inconsistencies already of what's happening there when it comes to parliamentary processes. And the coalition government was marred by political violence and security, a compromise even in these elections themselves. There's been a couple of problems and uh, uh, we'll speak to some guests on the line to help us unpack the situation in Lesotho. We've got a uh, Dr. Inna Khoos, who's a senior lecturer uh, in political science studies, rather, and uh, governance at the University of Free State. That's in the Department of Political Studies and Governance uh, at the University of Free State. Dr. Khoos, thank you for giving us your time.
2: Good morning.
1: Now, look. Uh, when we look at the situation in Lesotho, we've always seen kind of a history of inconsistencies and polarization within a parliament. This time around, we know that uh, uh, this is Prime Minister Tom Tabane once again uh, in, in in the reins. Uh, can we say that this is a moment where we'll see? A bit of a change in parliamentary. We're seeing that uh, Lesotho Prime Minister uh, took office on Friday. Uh, but the old to Convention of uh, the Prime Minister only won uh, the snap election and it had to create kind of uh, a coalition because it failed to get an outright majority. It's negotiated a joint rule with the Alliance of the, Democrat, of the Democrats, rather the basoto National Party, and the Reformed Congress of Lesotho. What are your thoughts around the current set-up, Doctor?
2: Well, I think there, there is a definite opportunity for some stability this time around. Um, it is commendable that the, the fact that the SITU could uh, hold a snap election. Um, it was so quickly upon them, and it, it costs a lot of money already. Um, and it's by, by most accounts, it seems to have been a peaceful Mostly, um, election under under the circumstances, this is commendable. Mm. There are still some uh, rumblings from what is now the opposition that the process wasn't entirely fair, and that they are proposing to take steps um, around that. Uh, Hopefully, they will um, really think about that at this stage. the fact that the previous prime minister actually in, in did resign and the king accepted this resignation is a step in the right direction um, in terms of, you know, uh, relinquishing power
0: sure.
2: and accepting the outcome of the elections. So that part of it is good. And I think uh, uh, the coalition at it stands now, as I said, there's a chance for this to to do good things and to bring some stability. Um, I think three of the alliance partners know each other well, uh, have been um, cooperating for quite some time. Mm. I think the new ones are the alliance um, of Democrats. And uh, we'll see how they fit into, into this um, alliance and to see how this goes. So um, there is a chance, and it's much better to have four. Uh, yeah. members of, of this instead of seven already
0: Sure.
2: Um, especially when it's a stable relationship to begin with so that part of it I can say there's a chance now for at least finishing a term with the current um, government
1: yeah. Let me bring in uh, Tlohang Litsie who's joining us uh, from the University of Lesotho, he's a senior lecturer in political and administrative studies in the country Mr. Litsie, thank you for giving us your time now, in terms of the coalition, Dr. Inahos on the other line uh, is highlighting the fact that she's more hopeful of this new coalition and, and the fact that there is some form of stability because they've had some prior experience uh, together. And uh, are you hopeful, Mr. Um, of this particular new alliance and things becoming more cons- consistent this time around?
3: Yeah, I, I, I think on the basis of uh, what has happened in the last few days, one can only say that uh, this time around it is more hopeful that the current coalition is going to last because uh, the formation of the coalition was a little bit different from what happened in the last issue Realized this particular coalition was very uh, determined. Mm. Even before elections, uh, these four parties were already uh, committed that they were going to work together. So I think there are a better chances for it to last than the other two types of coalitions. So I am hopeful it is going to last. Like, it is going to be a little bit further.
1: Mm. Now, there's also a big problem here that I see still lurking around, uh, uh, Mr. Litsie. The fact that um, the current prime minister does not have full trust that the army will be able to protect him. And the fact that now he's only relying on the police force to be able to do that. But surrounding his distrust is the fact that uh, even his election... Can can you hear me, Mr. Litsie? Am I clear enough for you? I know that... Hello. Mr. Letizia, can you hear me? I think we've lost connection there with Mr. Litzie. We always have these problems with uh, when we cross over to Lesotho. But let me bring that question back to you, Doctor Inahos. Uh, the the fact that uh, you know I was highlighting that there seems to be that uh, monster even in this particular room, despite you being very hopeful about the current situation, is the fact that uh, the current prime minister does not have much trust of, of the army and is relying on the police force to protect him and. Uh, Making things uh, even worse was that even before his inauguration it was marred by the murder of what has been described in the media as the estranged wife Lipolealo, who was gunned down uh, just this past Wednesday in a village near Maseru makes things a bit little more complicated doesn't it doctor
2: it does I mean the situation is, is anything but simple and in, in Um, the new prime minister you know was in exile for such a long time. Mm. Um, coming back under, you know, circumstances which, uh, security-wise, was probably very difficult for him to begin with, and the mistrust with with the the, the, the much of the power that the the, the army still seems to have mm. is is certainly an, an issue to keep people on, on 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 the edge, and I think that's why some of the, the mistrust that you still see um, in the public and will it sort of with the turnout as well. Um, that people don't really, um, you know, trust the situation as it is yet because of dynamics such as this. Law enforcement in general is an issue, a big problem in, in this issue. Too. And the Prime Minister uh, trusting mostly um, the, the police for his own safety is one thing, um, but the police itself does, doesn't, doesn't necessarily have the trust of, of, of the people on the ground, at least not half of them. And it seems that if law enforcement absolutely is used to enforce taking sides and um, it depends on where coalitions find themselves and then when coalitions shift Mm. you know loyalty shift Mm. and and that's a major problem at the moment and like i said behind the scenes power that the army still and and certain individuals in the army still have to have is, is certainly a problem and it seems to me a major factor in deciding whether uh, they should continue with something like um, a Truth and Reconciliation Commission, for instance. Um, Many in what is now the opposition say, if if the the motive about that is only to go after certain individuals in the army or certain opposition individuals, then what will the use be of this? How credible will it be? So that... Part of it is still a major dynamic.
1: Mm. And also what makes things uh, very much more also uh, creating that instability is the fact that uh, uh, Tabani could only return into the country when he had to make sure that his safety was guaranteed. As much as it's not completely guaranteed, because of those complexities that you highlight, Dr. Kho's, there is another kind of uh, element here where people don't know the whereabouts of uh, uh, the army chief, uh, Talika Modi, who actually led the previous takeover of uh, uh, Tabane's uh, uh, governance uh, uh, before this particular time. What are your thoughts around that?
2: Well, yes, that's part of the entire situation. Mm. There's a lot of questions to ask and there was incredible cruelty. Um, displayed by many accounts by members of of, of the army and law enforcement in general but particularly the army Um, you know um, people who were just interrogated and and, and tortured quite cruelly and there is a sense that there must be accountability for that and that someone must pay for that and and until the country as a whole can get past that by some measure Um, they can't go they won't be able to go Mm, forward mm, mm. and not knowing where the army stands and who's actually leading and who's calling the shots from where is is going to always be um, a a question mark around the entire process and Mm. the only thing that's going to do this is real strong decisive and pragmatic Mm -hmm. leadership
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we're speaking to Dr. Ina Khos, who's joining us uh, from the University of Free State, uh, part of uh, the Political Studies and Governance uh, Department there. Uh, What are your thoughts? Do you think that we'll see more stability in Lesotho moving forward? Maybe coming back, I want to explore with Dr. Khos the areas of what is uh, SADC's role moving forward. We know that there was um, a big uh, attendance from the SADC leadership. Zambia's President Edgar Lungu, South Africa's Vice President Cyril Ramaphosa was very, Very, very central when it came to negotiations and moving things forward in Lesotho. And Swaziland's Minister, Barnabas Lamini, was also there. What role would SADC have to play to ensure that uh, Lesotho's government has enough support moving forward? You're listening to Channel Africa. This is African Dialogue. Look at the big subject matters on the African continent. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. This is Channel Africa, South Africa's international radio station on shortwave, internet, and satellite. Listen to Channel Africa in English, Kiswahili, French, Silozi, Portuguese, and Chinyanja. Nam, kwenye ya simu, Farafina.
4: Terre de soleil. Está
1: na companhia do serviço em língua portuguesa do canal África, a voz de Renascença Africana que transmite a partir dos seus estudos centrais de Oakland Park, cidade de Johannesburg, África do Sul. mu África. Informing the world about Africa, Channel Africa bringing you the African perspective yes thank you for joining us where we bring you the best experts people close to uh, the issues and also those who are uh, really understand the narratives of the stories on the african continent well today we're going to be looking at uh, the current situation in lesotho following the inauguration this weekend of the new prime minister tom tabane i uh, thank you for joining us here on african dialogue we've got dr in who is joining us as our political analyst from the university of the free state and also, we I think we've got uh, Mr. Klohang Litsiye, senior lecturer at the Political and Administrative Studies Department at the University of Lesotho. Let me move this question to you, Mr. Klohang. I know that we lost you for a few minutes there, but I want to take things a little bit more forward in terms of, uh, we need to create some more stability within the uh, Lesotho governance moving forward from here. And I know that uh, during this uh, investiture, uh, that was this particular weekend where uh, the Prime Minister was inaugurated. There was a huge uh, membership or attendance from the SADC region. Zambia's president was there, South Africa's vice president who's been mediating this process and Swaziland Prime Minister was also p- present, which was very important for that SADC region to be present for uh, to for, for the region to get that kind of support and to see that support. But moving forward, what would SADC's role be in making sure that things are more stable in the country?
3: Oh, thank you very much, uh, and I'm very sorry. I, 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 I had to leave. There's a problem of network where I'm, I am now. So,
1: no, we but, understand. But, thank uh, you for getting okay. back to us.
3: Yes. I think, uh, like you have uh, really appreciated, uh, Sadak has played a very, very important role in trying to back the issue, and their presence for the immigration was very, very important. Now, going forward, I think Sadak has to play a little bit stronger role. In the past, uh, Sadak seemed to be somehow, uh, and this is the feeling of the most people in the city, seemed to be somehow lenient toward the government. Mm-hmm. You will recall that uh, Sadak has made those recommendations following that uh, too commission, which the city government was just playing around not really in mm. treatment. So the feeling is for Sadak to play a very meaningful role in the city, it has to be very, very strict. So they have to ensure that they help the Lesotho government to uh, implement do- those recommendations. Mm. And wherever, whenever the Lesotho government tries to this, I think they, they, they have to stop trying to uh, treat Lesotho with kid love. The SOTU have for a very, very long time been a link between Sadak. So I think Sarac has to be more serious this time around. Other than that, I think their mission is going to change.
1: Mm. Well, Mr. Litsia, you know, what makes things complicated, we'll be speaking to you with Dr. Ina the fact that uh, the army as well is not trusted by the, prim- the Prime Minister, uh, Tom Tabane currently, and also uh, the, the whereabouts of uh, uh, the, the chief of the army. People don't know where he is, uh, which is uh, the army leader, Lieutenant General cladi Kamori. And that's making things complicated. Do you think um, SADC should intervene when it comes to the army and its leadership?
3: Uh, I think if you look clearly, the role of the army in the city politics is one of the most uh, serious areas where the the uh, political problem emanates. Mm. And this has been identified during the Pumat Commission. In fact, non, n, n, uh, the Pumas Commission was not the only uh, commission to identify that. You recall uh, from as late as 1994, when uh, President Mugabe of Gandhi, army of Zimbabwe and Masiri, then President of Botswana, was here, they, they already talked about the army as a problem. Now, if they stood to implement and to the letter, if implement the the Primate Commission, I think that will be reduced. The, the the problem will be reduced. Other than that, they have to make sure that they implement the issue of the uh, security reform. I think it is very very important that uh, the security reforms are taken so as to place the army where it belongs. Currently, the army has, from time to time, been including in the security and as the situation remains, it's a very, very volatile situation where I think the, the SEDEC has to help the incoming government if it is willing to implement the, 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 the recommendations.
1: Let me come to you, Dr. Khoos, in terms of your thoughts of what you think SEDEC's role is in mediating moving forward.
2: Well, I think for SEDEC it's very important to have stable states within the region, um, stability with, with, as far as politics go and as as far as economics go. And Lesotho didn't have, doesn't have any of it at, at the moment. Mm. And this is a chance to get at least political stability now. Um, you know, you, you have a stable, a, a chance to a stable government, and that's the main goal now is to get back to governance, to not just look forward to who's going to be your next coalition partner and how that's going to work. It needs to get to governance now. They have uh, the National Strategic Development Plan um, that needs to be implemented um, to get democratic stability by 2020 as what the National Strategic Development Plan says it must. So there's now time and opportunity to get to that stability where that is concerned, economically now, um, after getting some stability politically. There's so much that needs to be done. Not only getting Agua um, safe, which is about forty thousand jobs to get to, be, to to get started with, but government also employs a lot of people. Um, so a stable government in that sense is important. And then the diversifying the economy, I think, is going to have to start becoming an, a priority now. There is such um, uh, opportunity and and potential for for uh, for instance tourism. and and manufacturing, and SADC as a region would like to see that happen and would like to see, um, uh, to help and assist where that is concerned. The leadership of SADC at the moment wants to see success after everything that they've done and invested in Lesotho to to get to this point. And individually, you can see, well, let's be honest, um, Mr. Ramaphosa has um, his sights set on being the president of South Africa at some point. So, if this can can be a stable government that it, it goes the distance, it can be a, a major, you know, feather in his hat um, mm. where the future comes.
1: Mm. And in terms of uh, the likelihood of the kind of leadership we're likely to see once again from Tom Tabani. Uh, It seems like there is a trust from the population in terms of Tom Tabani's kind of leadership. I'll come back to that in terms of has he had historical failures and what can he do better as a leader this time around? But I need to take a quick break. Stay with me there, Mr. Litsi and Dr. Khosa. I'll come back to you. You're listening to Channel Africa. The African perspective is what you're getting from us. Remember, we're on shortwave on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31-meter band to Southern Africa today we're focusing on Lesotho. We know there's, there have been attempts of coups and successful takeovers of government in previously and also we saw also uh, the snap election uh, disrupting uh, uh, the, uh, the, the the stewardship of Prime Minister Pakaliti Muselili. What are your thoughts? Do you think from moving forward we'll see more consistencies in Lesotho's governance? Give us your thoughts on our Twitter handle at Channel Africa one or at African Dialogue. We want to hear from you. let a quick break. We'll be back. Good news for our listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605 So, if you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605 47 Channel Africa giving you the African perspective this is Channel Africa South Africa's official international public radio station on shortwave internet and satellite From an African perspective, listen to Channel Africa in English, Kiswahili, French, Silozi, Portuguese, and Chinyanja, informing the world about Africa. We have great news for you. Channel Africa has gone mobile. If you have a cell phone, you can now download the mobile app for Android. You can get it on Google Play. Get the latest news from Africa. Get the Channel Africa app. Channel Africa, bringing you the African perspectives. that's what we do, giving you the perspective of what Africa, not only what outsiders think of Africa, but what Africans think of their own continent. Well, today we're looking at Lesotho, uh, looking at the SADC region. How do you take things forward uh, from here on? We've got the opportunity to doc- to speak to Dr. Enah who is joining us from the University of Free State, and also we have on the line, Lohang Litsi, joining us directly from the University of uh, Lesotho. And I want to come back to the leadership of Prime. Minister Tom Tabane, Mr. Litsi in terms of looking at what kind of leadership has he actually exemplified in in, in the past and what can he actually do in terms of strengthening his previous or past failures to make sure that this time around he is successful at the task at hand
3: Okay, thank you very much Uh, Looking at the type of uh, leadership that Tom Taban has He has uh, proved to be a direct uh, opposite of the previous Prime Minister, uh, Dr. Bakanika Mishishidi. He will get the truth. Kamsa is more of a decision-maker. He is not uh, scared to take decisions. This is something that I think has been a downfall of uh, Mr. Mishishidi. Having said that, in the past... uh, partners would accuse him of being somehow a dictator. You'll remember uh, the First Coalition government collapsed because his uh, partner then made Mutuja would accuse him of not not thinking to him whenever he wanted to, to make these mm. Now I think what he has to do is he has to speak to his strong points he has to be able to take decisions whenever it is necessary. At the same time, he has to make sure that he takes on board his uh, coalition partners. He does not have to run the government as if he is on his own. But I want to reiterate that whenever there are important issues that need to be taken, he has to take decisions. You will realize that uh, Tabani takes... Uh, a very very divided society the society is very very uh, divided as you see it's politically polarized <laughs> there is also a very very serious problem of unemployment there are so many people unemployment the, 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 the economy has uh, almost collapsed <laughs> and if you look at the numbers that have voted Saban, you will realize that there is so much that the uh, basutu are expecting from him so he cannot afford uh, to waste any time. He has to hit the ground running. So I think the type of leadership that he has to uh, portray this time around is the, his usual uh, leadership mm. of being a doer. He is a doer. Mm.
1: Let me, let me bring uh, that to... Is, sure.
3: Yeah, this is what made him popular in the past government. So I think we have to stick to that.
1: Mm. Dr. Enochos, uh, strong points brought there by Mr. is saying that uh, uh, the Prime Minister, Tom Tabani, is a very strong leader when it comes to his decisiveness. Could that also be his weakness as well, where sometimes people think he is too uh, decisive without having enough uh, sitting around the table type of a strategy
2: well I think you know circumstances dictated the way he needed to act at, at any you know in the past mm. um so we can't just uh, you know discard the uh, environment he found himself in at uh, mm. that mm. time but yes um coalition governance governing uh, needs particular skill um because it's not, you know, a necessarily normal situation for Lesotho yet. yet. So. They're getting there. They are starting to get to you know, used to the idea of coalition government. Mm. But it takes particular skill to run such a government. And the belief and the trust is that he has learned a few lessons, not only from his own time, but also from, from, from his predecessor, uh, and to, to make it maybe a, more, a bit more consultative and, and more inclusive this time around um to get to that stability and to get the trust back from all sectors in his government because he needs to build institutions now that are strong um, to to get this government going and to get the economy going and to get get the security sector um, on track again. He has a major task by all accounts to get some constitutional reform um, um, you know going which is difficult uh, even, uh, under these circumstances when you have to have broad support from Parliament, also from the opposition. Um, but these things are important because the loyalty that must be pledged, not only from, from the Parliament itself, but also from sectors of the security sector, the army to begin with, is pledging loyalty to the constitution of this country, which means it must be strong, it must be stable, it must be, there must be buy-in to it, From all sectors So it's not loyalty to individuals anymore Politically Um, If you understand where I'm going with this Mm, So mm, he has a major appointment And I think he's learned a few lessons You know, he's been in exile He's seen these things going And I'm sure there's been reflection The fact that he is a strong leader Is a good thing under these circumstances But pragmatism, I think, is going to be very important
1: Mm. As well, uh, as much as these... um, elections have been deemed credible there seems to be one man that uh, there's been a few kind of people standing up and saying let's be careful which is the outgoing uh, Deputy Prime Minister who has actually alleged fraud in the elections in Lesotho and uh, there are those who say that is very much dangerous uh, Dr. Host, because he has been seen as a figure who's been close uh, in terms of uh, his relationships within members with Within uh, the army,
2: yes, I think that he can be a very divisive figure and very um, uh, dangerous. I do think that um, there's um, there's caution, even for his, you know, agenda, from the, what's now the opposition. I don't think people are mm. in the mood anymore, mm. you know, for that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, that's what I picked up. Mm. that when these utterances come and these agendas come forward, people tend to say, even from the opposition, listen, we've had enough of this now. With regard to the elections, yes, there have been some reports of some irregularities, and they said they would like to get uh, on that uh, from a judicial point of view, and they, are, I sh- I, they should. If, if they are feeling strongly about it, there's enough proof. They should, because this is elections and you want it to be credible. But just for the sake of destabilizing it, of discrediting it for, 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 for political gain, I think should, should be a problem. And, 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 and from this side, I think civil society needs to, need to take a stand now. And that can only happen when you allow it, you know, freedom of for active, activism, freedom of the press and such. Um, that kind of, up, uh, I guess, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Activism and participation is what I'm looking for from civil society. Um, Can't squash people like this who want to destabilize situations now.
1: Mm. Uh, Mr Litsia, do you think uh, this uh, uh, outcry from Prime Minister Mitzing uh, who has been kind of uh, known to actually be very much uh, a figure when it comes to f- 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 creating some fragments within the uh, political discussions in, in Lesotho do you think his recent allegations of, of fraud uh, can be quarreled?
3: Uh Honestly speaking I think what he is saying is really unfounded. Well, that is my personal opinion. Firstly, I am a voter in the city. I have been following the electoral process right from the beginning. The electoral uh, teaching in the city is so much transparent, and it includes the political parties from the onset, just from the very first day until the last day. Secondly, uh, when you are talking about the former Deputy prim, uh, Prime Minister, you are talking about a very, very seasoned politician. He, he knows what to do and when to do it. He has always been quiet about all this. To understand that, uh, he is the one who was reportedly to, uh, who phoned uh, the incoming Prime Minister Tabane to congratulate him. Uh, on Monday, Monday the 5th, the, 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 mm. the, the, the election was held only on the 3rd of uh, june that was Saturday mm. Monday the he had a gathering with his supporters next to where the election results were being announced mm. and at uh, that particular meeting they declared that they had they had won the, the election, saying that in as much as they had they had uh, lost the with the constituency They had many PRCs, and they began to celebrate in town. They went around in convoys, celebrating in town. And that was the meeting at which he told his supporters that they had an obligation to protect the army members who sacrificed their lives to bring them back to power in 2016. And that was a very, very serious statement he made uh, from him. So all of a sudden... When it becomes clear that they had uh, prematurely celebrated, he comes uh, about all this that he's talking about without evidence. As far as I know, until now, the IEC is yet to receive the evidence of what he is saying. So I think he's just trying to play that game because he wants to protect the members of the army who have been involved in some criminal activities. You will recall that a secret relationship with the army, that's from the First Coalition government, where, personally, he had some, uh, uh, they, they were alleg- allegations that he had some uh, cases to answer before the court of law. And that was a common denominator between him and the, some members of the army. who had some uh, cases to answer. You will recall that the former... Yeah. Yeah, the former commander refused to to the, sister, the uh, uh, members of the army when they were wanted question by the police. So I think what he is just trying to do, he is just trying to play a, a game of self-preservation. All he is doing is doing because he wants to uh, self-preservation for himself and the members of the army who have been involved in criminal activities.
1: Uh, well, I need to wrap it up. And Tadeliti uh, Omosoto uh, yourself, you are a Lesotho citizen. In terms of uh, as a citizen yourself, uh, apart from the fact that you are a person who is uh, known to have some commentary when it comes to politics, as a personal uh, hope for you, what would you say should be the top of the agenda list of this current government? I
3: think the society in Lesotho now Needs, what is needed most is an improved economic situation. But, in my opinion, there is absolutely no way the city will have its economy is, uh, improved unless there is rule, I mean, there is uh, law and order in, in this country, unless the rule of law prevails. I think that is one of the priorities and I think that is where from Taban and his government have to start. We have to make sure that uh, law and order reigns. I mean mm. if you come to the city you'll find that things like corruption. Corruption has become the an order of the day in the city and there is absolutely no way we are going to develop under the current situation. This is where I talked about uh, Taban being a do I understand there's to balance between this is uh, a no nonsense approach, and already uh, and still remembering that a college,
1: yeah.
3: we have to make sure that we ensure the uh, rule of law in the soup. That mm. is city.
1: Well, we have to wrap it up there. Thank you both to our fantastic uh, uh, commentators. Thank you to Johan Litsie, who is uh, joining us from the University of Lesotho. He's a senior lecturer at the Political and Administrative Studies Department. Thank you as well to Dr. Ina who is joining us from the University of the Free State, senior lecturer from Political Studies and Governance. Thank you both for giving us your time and unpacking the current situation there in Lesotho. We really appreciate it. Let's wrap it up with some music. Uh, This one is Malaika. Uh, That's the band and the song is titled Destiny. Until tomorrow, God bless.